from the Gopher Sports Network. This is Gopher Hockey Weekly with Don Lucia. Brought to you by Subway, the official training restaurant of Gopher Athletics. Now, here are Pat Micheletti and Wally Shaver. Welcome once again, everybody, to Gopher Hockey Weekly. Head coach Don Lucia joining us. And uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers on a magnificent roll right now, having won four straight games and six out of the last seven. This past weekend on uh, home ice at 3M Arena at Mariucci, defeating Michigan State Spartans twice, 3-1 to one on Friday night, 4 to nothing on Saturday night. Just a lot of good things going on over the weekend there, Don, between Eric Shearhorn uh, allowing only one goal against and a lot of the premier scores that we expect to score, bagging some goals. So good things happening. Well, that, that's a real positive uh, for us. Eric continues to play very well. Uh, we've gone four straight games without giving up a, a, a goal against on our penalty kill, which we really struggled the mm -hmm. first uh, part of the season. Um, so I, I like where we're at with that. Uh, we continue not to give up many goals on the offensive side of things. It's We still need to develop more continuity, but... Our defensemen are getting more involved in the play, whether it's off the rush. Uh, they, each, they scored a goal each game. Uh, they're generating a little bit more shots on goal, which is helpful. Uh, we still have to get better off our entries. We still got to do better in our half-court offensive game. Uh, but some guys that we need to score scored. Tyler Sheehy had his first. Bristet mm -hmm. scored another one. Uh, those are the guys that uh, have been a little bit dry that finally you know, get on the board a little bit here. You talk about... Uh... Um, and you and I have had these conversations about getting in sync, the forwards, the defensemen, kind of everybody. Um, it takes time. But the things that you just mentioned, you know, you're starting to see a little bit of that. I mean, when you start looking at a team, I mean, you want your team really in January, February to be clicking. So it, it, how far do you go with patience with players and that sort of thing? Well, it's a combination <laughs> of both because we – you got to win games. You got to win games. I mean, we don't play 80 games, and right. you know, for the end of the year, if you're going to get in a tournament, you got to win games now. They call right. it just they're just as important in October as they are in March, and uh, so it's nice that we're able to win some of these games when we still are a little disjointed at times. We're still, it could be, you know, a D gets a puck and use your partner open up the rink versus ramming it up the boards in the neutral zone. It could be a D to D pass on the offensive line and just it's in the skate or it's out ahead of them, mm -hmm. so it just breaks the chain. Or it could be. You know, we, we make a play after the center coming out of our own zone, and then he can kick it to the, to the wing. But, you know, we might just dump it in in that situation. Yeah. We want to have puck possession. So there's so much more that you see when you watch our team on when you, we do the video after the game. Because you always have a how you think you played when you watch it live. And then when you go make 100 clips on the video, you, you have a little bit better idea what's really going on with your team. But I think we can do a little bit better job keeping the chain going. And if once we're able to start to do that from an offensive standpoint, then I think we will score another goal a game, which we need to be able to do. You know, talking about the record right now, sitting at seven and three, ranked number four in the country. I don't know how many of the guys look at those kind of statistics, but what kind of a confidence builder is it for the kids now that they've got this good start going? And you know, we're we're a quarter away through the hockey season right now. Yeah, it's hard to believe that we're, yeah. we're 10 games in, actually more than a quarter of the way through, uh, you know, when you talk about the 36-game regular season schedule uh, plus the playoffs. I, I think from an individual standpoint, when you score some goals, you feel better about yourself. I, I think that's important. Uh, I think the guys have a lot of confidence in Eric and how he's playing so far this year. 
uh, night and day versus last year at this time. Remember how up and down he was? He, right. really, he struggled one night and then come back and play great the next night. Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of how it went the first half. And then as he readied the ship, our team kind of took off. I'm, I'm pleased. We're not a polished defensively yet, but we're not giving up a ton of odd man rushes. Our neutral zone, we've been pretty good. Keeping people to the outside, we're, our guys are willing to block some of their mistakes, so that's a real positive um, from the defensive side. We're not giving up a ton of shots against. Yeah, that's a good you sign. Know, it's, yeah. I mean, you're halfway through the game again, I think we'd only given up like six, seven exactly. shots. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, that'll change in Ann Arbor this weekend, but uh, if you can continue to give up one or two, you're always going to give yourself a chance to win games. And uh, we've won two to one a couple times. We've won three to one. So we're not scoring a bunch, but I, I think we'll grow and get better offensively. We just have to keep working on the defensive side of the game and you give yourself a chance to win if you give up two or less. Well, you've given up three goals in the last four games. Okay, that's great. And you talk about um, how great Shearhorn has been. Can you get, when you look at the tape, okay, and do you say, oh, boy, that was Shearhorn again, or are we making good plays, or... You know, should we um, be cautious a little bit how the team is playing defensively because Shearhorn's been so good? You tell me. I think it's a combination. Combo. Yeah, I, yeah. I like I, I when we get into trouble defensively, I like when we like to use a term. There's five guys in the picture. If I'm watching the game rebroadcast and we get the TV feed, when I see, I always see five guys in the picture defensively. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so we've seen a lot of that. We get into trouble with bad first touches. Right. And you get to it with the defenseman, and we don't make a good play initially, and then you get bogged down, and then you're running around. Just, yeah. Or you turn over a puck, which on Friday we just turned over far too many. Um, and, and Eric bailed us out. And then if we do make a mistake, Eric seems to have been there yeah. to make the important save. And it's amazing that, you know, when you have a 93 save percentage versus an 89 save percentage, think about that. That's yeah. four games yeah. every 100, four goals per 100 shots. That's an easy goal a game. Right. And, Hey, we given up one more goal a game in some of our games. We're tied, or maybe you know you lose a game in overtime. Yeah. So he he he's bailed us out in those situations. But uh, and and maybe we've almost been cautious offensively to make sure we're d d playing well defensively. So we still got to get into some people, uh, but we haven't necessarily taken a bunch of long shifts in our own zone. To me, we have to get better offensive. We have to come out more cleanly. We have to do a better job in the neutral zone continue to make plays coming through with speed and then at the offensive blue line, our entries we we need to do a better job of getting in getting possession and maintaining possession with some heavy shifts let's go to the offensive side um early your favorite in, part Mick? yes my favorite part <laughs> early in the year early in the year i noticed uh getting outmanned in the corners yep. you couldn't develop any type of forecheck yep. now understandably guys may be hesitant whatever but you know in a big rink like this is it is it that hesitancy or, I mean, so, you know, it, it look, it's been looking better lately where you're not getting out, outmanned and the forecheck's been better. But is that a kind of a... you got to work to the next spot in the rink. I mean, you, yeah. you've got, we've got these big, deep corners. <laughs> and, and an you don't want to be late feet, getting yeah, there. Yeah, if you're late, you're better off just to live to fight another day. Right. But we, we have to continue to move our feet mm. and anticipate to get to the next spot. Versus, like, I've shown clips where the guys are kind of coasting the next spot, waiting for the pass to be made, rather than working to get there where the pass is going to be mm -hmm. made. And then, then you're going to get there at the same time the puck is. Now you can maintain puck possession. And we got some clips I, 
watch over the weekend that you know we've done a better job yeah. of that. Yeah. And that it, hockey is a game of read and react. And if you're the first three steps, we always like to say, take three hard strides and then read, versus watch thousand one thousand two and then go. Now you're late. Yeah, you got to play. Then they're toes. either going the other way and. It's an yeah. odd man rush or whatever yeah. the case may yeah. be. Yeah, and we haven't we've done a good job with our rush defense for the most part, sorting and, and getting guys in the kick out. We haven't given up a lot of if we've given up an odd man or two on one, usually it's our puck management that's created sure. it. Not so much being out of position. Mm-hmm. We're talking hockey with head coach Don Lucia, the number four ranked Golden Gophers, who are currently seven and three on the season. Picked up a weekend uh, triumph over Michigan State. Both games, we have University of Michigan Wolverines coming up this weekend in Ann Arbor. We'll be back to talk about that after this pause from Learfield. We welcome you back to Gopher Hockey Weekly. Paul Black is doing our engineering. Wally Shaver, Pat Micheletti, and head coach Don Lucia, the Golden Gophers. It's in the Michigan. There's a team that uh, perennially is a contender for national titles, let alone conference titles. They've been down a little bit on the last couple of years. But, uh, you know, right now they're off to a halfway decent start. They're 5-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in Big Ten play. They have a new coach in Mel Pearson, who was an assistant under Red Berenson for 23 years and has come back as a head coach upon the retirement of Red. They've kept the uh, assistant coaches in place. This is a team that doesn't need a whole lot of infusion to rebuild and maybe just a different guy uh, Preaching to the choir might be what was needed. Well, I think if you go back the last few years is that they had some near misses in NCAA. We knocked them out the one year. Uh, if they would have won the game, they would have been the NCAA as they did it to us a, another year. But they lo- they've they lost some kids to the pros the last mm-hmm. number of years. And it, Dylan Larkin left after one year. And then they had uh, the great rebuild with uh, with Wierenski and um, – uh, O'Connor, yep. yeah. you know, so you got some high-end players, and then those were one-and-dones. And, and uh, that was a good team. They lost in the regional finals yes. to go to the Frozen Four in North Dakota who won it, and it was tied going into the third period. And then five guys turned pro on them yeah. last year. Right. And so they were young, and, and they didn't have the talent level they've had because who's going to, when you take two freshmen off your team that are first-round picks and three other really good players that were juniors, and so they lose five underclassmen early. And it's tough to, to – Boston College is going through yeah. that right now. They got rated well, you, a couple years gone, ago. You've gone We've through gone that. through it. Yep. It's, yeah. it's hard. And, and especially with the one and done because you just – when you recruit a kid maybe in 10th grade, you don't anticipate that they're just going to come to school for one year. Right. And they had some good young players last year. Their top two scores were freshmen. Uh, so they had a really good freshman class last year. Now they're sophomores. They're, they had good goaltending last year. They played actually three. And uh, so the two of the three are returning. They I think their team save percentage is like 9.25 yeah. right now. And they've, they've uh, I forget the, the center who came in. He's a first-round pick, uh, Norris. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that they've got three good forward lines. They have a young defenseman that's an underage, like Wierenski was. That he's projected to be a top-10 pick oh, in the first round. Really good, yeah. Really good, yep. like, a, like a great offensive defenseman. And, and uh, so they've got talent this year. And uh, Mel's going to let them play. You know, they're off to a really good start. Uh, they lost the first game, I think, uh, at Clarkson. And then they've lost two others, both in overtime. Yeah. So that kind of tells you where they're at right now. And here's the deal. You know, it, it's um, we talked about parity in the league and parity throughout college hockey. And you're going into Michigan, and they have pride, and they want to beat Minnesota. So it, you, could, you 
you, the old cliche, you can throw everything out the, out the door, right? When with talent and all that sort of thing, but it's going to be a tough series. It, it, it's tough on the road. It's in, in Yosa's is difficult places right. to play in college hockey. And, and uh, the best we've ever done in the league is split uh, yeah. since we've been there. And, and we know it's difficult. We know if we turn the puck over, it's going to come right back at us. They've got three good offensive lines. We talked about a five of the six defensemen return, and then they add a, a high-end skill guy in the back end. Uh, so this is the this is the uh, most skilled team they've had in a, in a couple of years, and um, they're going to be a handful this weekend. We know that. They're, you know, just the matrix, the metrics of their team. I think last year they averaged 25 shots for, and now it's 35. They yeah. averaged 35 against, now it's 30. So their power plays 20%, their kills 12%. You know, so all the numbers that you want show that they're a good team right now. I know you game plan every week for a certain opponent and their strengths and weaknesses. You know, the the, the same old rigmarole every week. But when you play on the road, sometimes is it do you do you want to play the same style week in and week out, whether you're home or on the road, or or does it change a little bit? It doesn't change a whole lot other than <clears throat> I think when you're on the road, you may want to play a little bit safer at mm-hmm. times because you don't want to necessarily get into a road race to get the crowd into the game. Sure. When we've got into problems with Michigan the last few years, it's if you turn the puck over against Michigan between the blue line, the top of the circles, and the offensive zone, it's going to come back at you in a hurry, yeah. and they're going to make you pay. And, like, Michigan has more high-end skill than – uh, Michigan State does, and mm-hmm. so they're going to be able to finish a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And so, if we want to get into that type of game, forget it. Yep. You know, we're not going to win. Yep. And we, you got to be safe with the puck, make them go 200 feet. Uh, you want to have good structure to your game, and maybe counter punch a little bit more than when you're at home. You can feel like you can want to get the crowd into the game. Right, well, right. when you're on the road, hey, zero zero after first is a good score. <laughs> Keep the current scoring <laughs> right, chances right, down. Right. Take stay disciplined. Take advantage of our power plays and uh that that's the key to the road what do they say when you go on the road pack three things your goalie your special teams and your defense (laughs) (laughs) makes sense yep how much difference does it make going from the big sheet here of mariucci to the smaller sheet of yost where the corners are much smaller the the neutral zone as you say they break out a lot quicker it's a faster game overall isn't it well things yeah they come at your net a lot more quickly and, and on a big rink you actually have more time to recover defensively uh, than what you do in a small rink. And, and uh, we'll be at Ritter this week, and, and for our practices, you know, we've already played four games. This will be six uh, that we'll be on a small rink. We've, because the new league, we're playing the small rink a lot more than what we used to. Yeah. And uh, uh, more indirect pucks, you know, puck support becomes really important. Uh, and those are the things that we'll work on this week in practice. Do you on the road, I mean, you know, I was I was really impressed with your fourth line last week, and I know – Norman wasn't great on Friday night, but he, but he came back and was better on Saturday. But but Jack Ramsey and Romanko played really, really well. Um, is it different on the road in terms of, you know, running four lines? Or do you just kind of feel that out? Well, the difference is they get to match. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, I, they get last the, change. Yeah. For the most part, I like the Novak's line out against Kodorenko because they're, you know, three juniors right. and they're older. Yep. And Tommy's good on draws. Um, they're gonna. We're gonna go into Michigan. They're gonna dictate who's playing against who. Yeah. So a lot of times you're on the road, 
you're more free to play the guys like you want to play them mm -hmm. in because you don't have a say in the matchup anyway. <laughs> yeah. So let's say if I think a line's going to go, then they need to go. Mm -hmm. And and you can make use of your TV timeouts a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes you play your guys more or less. But and you talked about it. Romanco Rams have been pretty effective this year. They don't score a lot. But they, they had a lot of shifts in the offensive zone, the heavier yeah. shifts. Kind of changed the game a yes, little bit yes. at, at times. You yeah, know? no, it'd be nice if they could just contribute a little bit more, more with, offensively. The, with the yeah. goal here and there. Uh, but they had some good ozone time. Like, I, I played Romanco and Ramsey, four and four. Yeah. yeah. You're playing yeah. the end of a game. Yes, right, right. Because I, I can take those two and say, you know what? You can go play against our, the two best offensive guys against the yeah. opponent we're playing four and four. And then you just hold your own. And then let's get our offensive guys out. I love, I love to pick your brain. So um, if, if a certain line is going well, okay, will you try to play them more? You know, if you say, hey, boy, they're going. Yeah. I'm going to double. I'm going to put them out there again. You know, after... unfortunately, we haven't had that going on a lot this year. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but no, you, yeah, you, you know, you keep feeding them. Sure. You know, I think that uh, when we've had some games, we've dressed 11 and 7. You're really able to do that. Do that. Sure. Um, but if you can find a group that's playing better mm -hmm. you want to get them out yeah. more there's no question our offensive zone situations if you possibly can some guys are better on draws and you'd rather use them in the defensive zone off a draw than and some uh maybe another centerman so that that all goes into it even we we're talking in our staff meeting, like on our penalty kill who we're using with you uh she he's been our best draw on the right side novak's been our best mm -hmm. draw guy on the left side so you try to even though they play together in line we didn't play in penalty kill together because I just you, you need, need to save them yeah. for a draw, yeah, right? Yeah. And and uh, that dictates you know how you're using some of those guys too. Hey, Coach Don Lucia out here at Mariucci Arena along with Pat Micheletti and Wally Shaver. Paul Black running the controls. We've got one more segment of Goal for Hockey. We'll have that after this. Wally Shaver and Pat Micheletti back here at 3M Arena at Mariucci with head coach Don Lucia. The uh, goaltender, Eric Shearhorn, comes in with a 1.80 goals against average and a 9.33 saves percentage. He's top 10 in the nation in both categories. Easy to say that he's the MVP of this team so far, eh? Well, yeah, and I would say it's not even close based yeah. on, uh, you know, it's not like we've got somebody leading the charge offensively. And <clears throat> and he's just done a really nice job, consistent. And we talked about that in our staff meeting this morning about just the consistency he's shown. Now, I, I think for the most part, we've done a good job of letting him see the puck. Hasn't had a lot of second chances, in it, but I think that's a combination of his game. Mm -hmm. Pucks aren't flying off him. I mean, if you remember right. last year, a lot of pucks hit him and bounce out. Yeah. Now he's controlling and, and, him. And, and like two or three feet, yes. so you can't find him, and yes. then, you know, you get him. And then he's scrambling and dropping his stick and trying to find the puck, but now he just, whether it's directed to the corners, whether it's he's just swallowing the pucks, will take a face off. It just, there's nothing wrong, especially like you go on the road, the best play is when you kill a play. Yeah. Right. Let's start from a face-off because <laughs> the, you don't want those shifts where the other team's getting three or four cracks at it and the crowd's getting into the game and it just feeds the adrenaline of the home team. Yeah. So the more whistles you can have on the road and face-offs, hey, the better off it is. So he's done our, he's given us an opportunity each game to win. Your goalies are weird. We all know that. They're strange. Hey, like, he's a decent you know, guy. He, he's really, is, he's normal. Yeah, okay, good. That's Maybe more normal than you, Mick. Well, a lot of people are. <laughs> Oh, that being said, then, okay, as a head coach, you have a goalie coach. How much interaction do you have with him compared to maybe other goaltenders now? If if he's, you know. I think that's a really good question. It's, it's, I think what Wally said is really true. Eric is the least quirky goalie I think I've maybe been, been around. around. Yeah, yeah, Adam was like that, too. Wilcox, yeah. he was just a normal guy, and, he, you know, he was competitive. Mm -hmm. Eric's level-headed. 
Um, you know, when he was going through it last year, I remember he had a really tough game at, at Northeastern, and we had BC on a Sunday. We had a day off, and just talked to him, well, hey, you're a good goalie, and just stay with it, and he appreciated it. And he's a guy you can talk to. Yeah, great. And he's not, he's not quirky in any way, and he's probably one of the, the locker room, in the locker room, he's one of our leaders and one of the favorite guys on the team. So it's nice to have a goalie that's quote-unquote normal. Yeah, good. Gophers at Michigan this weekend. Both games across the Gopher Sports Network beginning at 6.30 Central Time. Let's hope for some more success. On the Gopher Sports Network, this has been Gopher Hockey Weekly with Don Lucia. Brought to you by Subway, the official training restaurant of Gopher Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Gopher Sports Network.